Hi, my name is Amanda Panacea, and you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This is a community for self-healers, biohackers, practitioners, and any other helping professionals. You're in the right place if you're seeking conversations about how pain becomes passion, the connection between physical, energetic, mental, and our spiritual self, finding your body's ancient wisdom, the latest biohacking technologies, clinical research, and if you just want to nerd out about complex biochemistry and quantum physics. But this is also for entrepreneurs who seek infinite abundance and a supportive community. So pour a cup of King Coffee or Sister's Tea and let's join the revolution. Hello friends, this is Amanda Panacea and you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. Today we are flipping it around and I'm actually being interviewed by my friend Ildiko. She is one of my colleagues. We actually collaborated a while back on an incredible evergreen course called How to Flirt with Money, a 30-day challenge. So check that out if that interests you. Um, But she is interviewing me on my story moving through burnout, functional freeze, chronic stress patterns, chronic illness. And as we get to the other side, I'm really excited to finally be launching my program called How to Feel. We start August 8th at noon, and it's a four-week course, 90 minutes every Tuesday at noon Eastern time. And we are going to be learning all of the most powerful techniques, mindset shifts, Um, educational material that I found that really allowed me to have an aha moment. We're even going to go into certain mineral patterns and how to balance those mineral patterns that are associated with this feeling of being very shut down, stagnant. Maybe you're dealing with a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors like how I was. Uh, When you really just feel like you're going through the motions of life and you no longer have that joy and spark that you used to have with the things that you used to enjoy. So I hope you enjoy this episode, getting to know me a little bit better. And thank you so much for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Healer Revolution podcast. I am your host, Amanda Panacea. But today we're going to be doing something a little different. I am actually going to be interviewed by my friend Ildiko, who I've had on the podcast in the past, actually. Hi, Ildiko. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And we get to highlight you today. So let's dive deep. What are you most passionate about your work? And how do you want to be talked about in the work? Ooh, such a good question. (laughs) Um, I have always been the person who wanted to help people. So even as a child, I was the oldest out of three of my siblings. And I was the oldest and the second oldest out of all of my cousins. I had a huge family. My mom had eight brothers and sisters. My dad had five and everybody had children almost. And so I grew up as like thinking of myself more of, I have to be a role model for people. And so in my work or in my life, really, I did not definitely did not feel like a role model (laughs) for a long period of time. Um, And I really didn't feel like I had any good role models. I mean, I had people that I loved and respected, but there wasn't, I idolized people like Pamela Anderson and um, like models on MTV and things like that. I didn't really have anyone that was a good model for a successful woman who also took care of herself in a healthy way 
And now that's really started to be one of my major goals is to show that you can be healthy, you can make a lot of money, you can live your life however you want, you can change up the rules of society, um, you can recreate yourself as however many times you want to until you finally reach the person that you feel is like your true, most aligned, most enlightened self. I just love where this conversation is going and I want to dig deeper. So can you tell us briefly about your journey of recovering from a chronic illness and the key moments that made a difference? Sure. So I was always the kid who had a lot of health issues growing up. Um, I had asthma. I dealt with eczema on and off. I was allergic to everything in the environment. I had a really great happy childhood, but I remember having pneumonia a lot and no one else around me was getting pneumonia. <laughs> I had chronic bronchitis. And even one of my cousins once told me, when I remember you as a kid, all I remember is that hacking cough you always had. And I just remember being on medications a lot, tons of antibiotics, tons and tons of like asthma medications and breathing treatments. And there was a time where I did allergy shots that didn't do anything and took uh, antihistamines on a regular basis. I would sleep with codeine and cough syrup all the time. And I just kind of thought like, well, my genetics suck. <laughs> like no one else in my family is as sick as me. So, you know, I must have had hit the genetic jackpot for all of these different allergic type illnesses. And then I just kind of lived with them my whole life um, growing up into my teenage years, I got really into partying and drugs and alcohol, and it was a lot of fun, but of course, a lot of trauma that also happens during those years. And surprisingly, I wasn't as sick during this time period for whatever reason. I mean, I still had all of my chronic conditions, but I wasn't getting pneumonia anymore. And I thought it was because I had moved to Florida for college. And so I was out of West Virginia where I grew up. And I thought, oh, it was the environment change. It's the weather. I, I, I'm allergic to winter, I would joke, because I hated winter. And so, you know, that was what I just summed it up to. And then after a decade of treating my body like garbage, I started to have consequences of that. I started seeing a functional medicine provider. They told me I had extreme adrenal fatigue, something called a calcium shell, which is like extreme mineral imbalances, which could have been driving a lot of my symptoms. Uh, back then, and even as a child. And I started to want to dig deeper into, okay, how do I really take care of myself? However, I was still very much in that scene of party every weekend, your friends are DJs, everybody does drugs, it's totally normal. And it was, it was a really hard scene to let go of. This was like my, my friends that I had been with for the last decade. And so when I really, really, really wanted to get out of this scene, I wanted to finally learn what it was like to feel healthy. And so I, I prayed, I asked the universe, God, whoever your higher power is, like, what do I have to do to recover from, to let go of this chapter of my life? Like, I'm no longer in my 20s. I'm like 31 at this point. And then the universe listened and they gave me hepatitis A, which is a virus that attacks your liver. And I was hospitalized. As you know, the liver is the organ that breaks down alcohol and drugs and metabolizes everything. So I literally was forced into immediately, you cannot have a drink again, probably for the next year of your life. 
And not only that, but the recovery from hepatitis A is actually way, way more difficult than you would have imagined. Um, the liver for me took about a year to start the liver enzymes to come down took about a year. And so during that time, I had all sorts of other symptoms because your liver is your master organ that does everything. Everything you eat, everything you take is metabolized by the liver. If your liver is not working, your hormonal systems are going to be completely messed up. I even had a really hard time with uh, thinking and like motor skills. Like I had a hard time. I remember getting into a house using a key at one point, like I could not figure it out. So take care of your liver. Um, also what the liver does is it metabolizes fat soluble toxins. And at that point, about three months after I had hepatitis A, I uh, was exposed to molds in a water damaged building. And I always knew I was allergic to mold. I knew I was allergic to all sorts of things growing up but I had never had mold illness until this exposure. And this exposure went on for about a year. And about six months after that, I was still being exposed by the person that lives there, which is my boyfriend now. <clears throat> he wasn't sick at all, by the way. Um, but I think because my liver was so inflamed during that time, it couldn't process these, the mold I was being exposed to. And so it just sat in my body, making me more and more sick. And then that led to something called mast cell activation, which is when you are allergic to everything. Um, I had rashes all over my entire body. I had horrible brain fog, candida overgrowth. I had multiple chronic infections back to back. Some which were really scary, something called cervicitis, which is when your cervix becomes inflamed. Um, and so it was just like a shit storm of horrible health issues that lasted for a good three years. Then I went into something called topical steroid withdrawal after a doctor recommended I take oral prednisone to help with my inflammation so that I could do this fantastic immune therapy, which was going to help being allergic to everything. And after that, I went into topical steroid withdrawal for a year and a half. So it was a good, I would say, four years <laughs> of dealing with horrific chronic symptoms of multiple different chronic illnesses and diagnoses. And it was during this time that I literally was like, wow, I'm, I'm shedding my skin on a literal and spiritual basis. Like this is, this is kind of what I asked for. I mean, be careful what you ask for. Cause you always get it in a way that you don't expect. And so I had to basically learn how to take care of myself emotionally from scratch, because I knew that the way that I was before what is what got me into this mess. <clears throat> so I'm a chronic overworker. I have a lot of um, type A personalities. Uh, I'm a Virgo and the type of Virgo that I sit in the chart is the Virgo who like uh, is obsessed with uh, acclimations and degrees and school. So I have that like chronic need to learn something all the time and nothing is ever good enough. I have like degrees and certifications galore. <laughs> and so I had to learn how to slow all that down and really learn how to connect with my body. Because at some point in my childhood, I think because I was so sick a lot, I decided that it was not safe to be in my body. And so I was just going to shut it off. And then of course that played into my role of growing up and not feeling emotions. So I would use drugs and I would use alcohol to have these heightened emotions, the good ones, but then of course the bad ones would come after. But in my, in my regular like emotional state, I didn't, I thought I was doing okay. Cause I didn't have the, 
the big lows and that big mood swings, like a lot of other women did. I didn't cry a lot, but I, I also didn't feel that the heightened, the pleasure, the joy either. So it was just really shut down for a really long time. And so all in all, that's pretty much how I got here. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot even imagine going through this for a good four years, as you said. And it also, also mirrors you and shows you how capable and how powerful you are because you are on the other hand and actually you got to heal yourself. And this, yeah. is, what, this is what you asked for. So Amanda, let's, I believe a lot of people can resonate with this. Can you share a couple of tools people can implement in their life today to listen to their body? while they're in their recovery process. Yeah, so this was such a struggle for me. So I do not expect to all of a sudden have intuition <laughs> just by starting these few things. And I still struggle with this a lot. Like muscle testing for me is is very difficult. It's a skill I really want to learn, but I still struggle with with having that sense of intuition and and um being able to understand the messages from my body. And it's, like I said, been a good couple of years since I've been at this at this point. Um, I would say my biggest aha technique that I teach everyone that I work with is something called somatic experiencing. Now the word somatic just means body, like a body-based technique. And so this could be anything from yoga. This could be EFT, really anything that includes the body. And of course, when I first started yoga, um, I never felt better after it was like, this was the thing that made me feel better than I had ever felt in my whole life. And so I knew that anything body-based was going to be helpful for me, but somatic experiencing really gave me a language to, and a framework to understand and explain what was actually happening in my body and compare it to my thoughts or intellect. And then also a framework of how I can sit with the uncomfortableness and let it do its thing until that high charge of whatever the emotion was I was trying not to feel back then um, was finally dissipated. And so this is kind of the process that I tell people is like when they say, you got to feel it to heal it or like, just feel it. Like when somebody would tell me like 10 years ago, what do you feel? How does it feel? Like I had no language for that. <laughs> I had no idea how to even explain what feelings were or what a feeling was. And I was a therapist at this point. This is not anything we learned in my counseling program. So somatic experiencing is a really fantastic tool for not only giving you back like that language, but it can help process the emotions, the sensations, heightened or non-existent, like if you're very shut down like me, or if you have a lot of explosive emotion that you don't know what to do with, you can use it in a variety of different ways. Um, now that's a big tool that you'll have to go to a practitioner to kind of learn and understand. Uh, but the easiest thing really is to do things that are body-based. So go outside, be outside as much as you can, putting your feet on the earth, touch flowers, plants, trees, use all of your senses, um, feel your feet on the earth, you know, think about what it feels like and start to connect your thoughts and the emotion with the sensation of where you're at in reality. 
And that can kind of start to train your body to be more connected to your mind. You can, um, you know, get all the benefits of being in nature, but also at the same time, you're kind of rebridging that, that mind body connection because it, it's there even if you ignore it. <laughs> and if you ignore it, your body will start screaming at you. So learning to listen in a very subtle way is, is something really easy that you can start with now. Uh, another thing that's also really helpful for people like me is slowing down, like literally your movement, like just moving in a very slow way. <laughs> and it sounds really silly, but if you think about, you know, I got to make the coffee. I got to make my breakfast. I got to, I forgot this thing. It's in my car. We're constantly just in our head about what we have to do. And when we slow down like that, it gives us a chance to really connect with like what we're actually doing so that we're in this present moment because healing always happens in the now, even if you're healing something that happened a long time ago, it happens now. And so the more we can connect with the now using the, your five senses is going to, is going to help allow, teach your body to be safe in the now and get you out of the past or thinking about the future. These are extremely powerful tools and it really comes down to the basics, right? The yeah. <laughs> things we actually tend to enjoy because it's, oh, it's too easy, right? <laughs> it, yeah. must be, it must be more complicated. I know. Yeah. Everybody wants the, the expensive, amazing supplement. Everybody wants to see someone that costs $500 an hour. That's going to tell them like, you have this crazy disease and this is the one antidote and that never happens. <laughs> Have you had to give up coffee for health reasons? Maybe because of the stress it was putting on your adrenals. Maybe because it was messing with your sleep. Maybe because you felt terrible after drinking it. Or maybe because you were told coffee had mold on the beans and you needed to stay away from mold. Well, what if I told you there's an organic, mycotoxin-free, quality coffee that contains reishi spores or Ganoderma lucidum? Ganoderma lucidum helps to modulate your immune system, adapt to stress, balance hormones, and doesn't give you the jitters or shakes like regular coffee used to. Sounds too good to be true, right? It's called King Coffee by the company Organo. And King Coffee came into my life when I was struggling with chronic hives, full body eczema, and mast cell activation syndrome. I hadn't drank coffee in years because it made me feel anxious, shaky, and clammy. So I had no expectations that drinking King Coffee would be any different. However, I decided to give it a try after seeing lots of amazing practitioners talk about the benefits of Reishi online. I tried a seven-day sample and the chronic hives were gone by day five. I was in shock. After that, I dove into the research on Reishi and found that there are over 3,000 peer-reviewed PubMed clinical trials using Reishi Ganoderma as an intervention. The company Organo also has a patent protected on their harvesting process. They double crack open the spore shells, which makes them up to 80% more potent than the body of the reishi, which is usually used in other reishi products. This also makes the spores 90% more bioavailable for your body to use. If you would like to try King Coffee, visit thehealerrevolution.myorganogold.com or for a seven-day trial, you can check out my link tree on my Instagram at Amanda Panacea. And 
you're not only guild yourself, you do have a business as well. We get to touch on that. So what inspired you to create a business focused on healing and manifestation? And what challenges did you face along the way? Oh, yeah. So becoming an entrepreneur is probably the most um, difficult thing I've ever done because well, besides chronic illness, but on top of just healing yourself with a business, then you also have other people that you're responsible for oftentimes. And so it can really show a spotlight on some of your trauma wounds and abundance, worth, money, all of that also goes back to um, who you are, your identity as a person. So if you weren't already doing like inner spiritual work before becoming an entrepreneur, it will catapult you into that. <laughs> um, but as, as someone who became, I became a therapist, um, I think it was 2009. So it's been a long time since I started working as somebody who was a, like a helping professional. But of course, at that point, I didn't see myself like that at all. My self-worth was definitely not as a healer or anyone that could ever help another person. Um, so I worked in hospitals, which were incredibly draining and really put me in that burnout state. Um, but then even after I got my second degree in functional medicine, the, the self-worth aspect of working with people and imposter syndrome and just feeling like, well, I'm literally at my sickest moment here and you're coming to see me for health advice. I just completed a, a master's degree and I'm worse than I was before the master's degree. So how are people even going to trust me? So I really struggled a lot with that before ever deciding to become an entrepreneur. I worked for other companies doing coaching out of like other platforms and things like that until, you know, there, there does come a time where you start to actually believe in yourself. Like, okay, I think I do know what I'm talking about. I'm starting to get a little bit better. Uh, I think I could probably start charging more. And on top of that, what I also noticed was that I didn't see any, uh, there was a big hole in the chronic symptoms, chronic illness space of people that were also helping with emotional health and nervous system regulation and what I like to call transformation coaching, because everybody kind of in my world was very much like functional medicine, root cause. I work for a bioenergetic testing company, which is phenomenal. So it also works on your energy balance and, you know, meridians and chakras and emotional health. But I felt like with my background in therapy and then with the work that I had put in with myself, that I would be the perfect candidate to combine the emotional health what it takes to actually recover from a chronic illness, how to rebuild yourself from scratch sometimes, um, how to do things like somatic experiencing, neuroplasticity techniques, but also I can hold your hand through taking supplements and you know how to do a parasite cleanse and how you're gonna feel when you do a parasite cleanse or you know what are binders. And I can talk about all the biochemistry and, uh, but also all of the emotional health and spiritual aspects to healing. So that's what I do now. I combine both. Not everybody wants to do both though. So I, I meet you where you're at <laughs> and we kind of walk together and heal from all sorts of things. I worked with many, many people who have dealt with similar things that I did like mast cell activation um, and mold illness, 
lots and lots of rashes and skin conditions, but I also work with anybody who's dealing with chronic stress to the point where they're getting sick a lot. Uh, I work with a lot of mothers who are just so exhausted and depleted, all types of women disorders, PCOS, endometriosis, you name it. I've probably worked with somebody who's dealt with it. <laughs> I would love to touch on manifestation because you manifested yourself a healthy, beautiful, energetic body. And I think this is everybody wants to have that let's be honest <laughs> so can you break it down a little like what were your biggest breakthroughs while you were doing this yeah for sure so some of my breakthroughs would definitely include the moment I realized supplements and diet weren't going to save me <laughs> and that I had to really start to become a different person or think differently and this was really getting out of that like fix it mentality. Like, oh, I have this symptom, that thing will fix it. And when you're manifesting the goal, when you're manifesting, you really want to bring what you want into your life now so that you can teach your body, you can teach yourself what it feels like to have that thing. And it brings you closer together. So the more you focus on the negatives, the more you focus on the symptoms and how much pain you're in, and how can I fix this problem, the, the bigger it's going to get. And so, you know, just noticing even, I didn't know what it felt like to, at, at, at my worst, I would say like mental health wise, I finally was, was able to experience what it felt like to feel like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go on anymore. Like not suicidal per se, but like, I get why people would think if this isn't going to end, this is not living. And so just convince yourself to go one more minute, just one more minute after that. And so when you're thinking like that, you realize, okay, my thoughts are a huge problem right now. <laughs> I have to figure out how to think in a better way. Or, you know, when you're trapped in your head or trapped in your body like that, it, it's very painful. And so when you're manifesting, you have to start, you have to look at the end result and bring that to you now. So if you want a health, healthy body, you have to connect with what it actually feels like to have that. And for some of us, we may not know. So if you do have like a memory of when you felt the most like yourself, the happiest, the most healthy, even if it was just better than what it is now, that's a step. So connecting with what it truly feels. Again, we're going to use all the senses. So using all of the different senses, sight, sound, touch, taste, and putting yourself in that moment where you feel truly alive, truly healthy, peaceful, et cetera, and teaching your body what that feels like. That way the body is not constantly ruminating about the problem. Now we are constantly ruminating as much as you can about the solution or about how we want to feel. And this technique is practiced in all sorts of different like um, transformation and manifestation gurus like Joe Dispenza, um, Dr. Bruce Lipton always talks about your belief becomes biology. And so when you study these types of, of people who have just really got it down to a science, like they have teams of people who study this, um, they do brain scans and epigenetics testing and things like that. It's proven that this stuff works. And so when you're manifesting, go to the people who 
who have changed lives, like study what they do, do what they do (laughs) and it works. So it's a slow, slow climb. Trust me. It's, and it feels a little, um, fake at first, I guess, especially when you're like trying to feel healthy and you feel like the most horrible health you've ever been in your life. Or if you are in complete poverty and you're trying to feel what it feels like to have abundance, it may feel a little fake at first, but just go slowly and practice, 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 really put in the work, do it multiple times a day, even for a couple of minutes. And eventually you will get there. So much wisdom and golden nuggets shared, but I would love to keep on because we know each other on a personal level as well. And what else did you manifest in your life? <laughs> oh, I've manifested everything that I have. <laughs> um, ju- here's, a, here's an example just recently. <clears throat> and this is not even with trying. So recently I decided I wanted to look into microdosing psilocybin. I had tried it in the past, but I was getting sick at that time. So it was like five years ago. And I, I stopped because I was like, this is not the right time. And so I just had the thought, oh, I just wish there was a service that helped you with this. And then three weeks later, somebody that I knew previously on Instagram messaged me and said, hey, I started working for this company and they offer this service. <laughs> and so there you go. There's, that's just a recent example. Um, I definitely manifested my boyfriend. Um, I've manifested where I live. I've manifested large sums of money before. Um, I've definitely manifested my like health recovery. Um, who knows if that would have happened without the work that I did. I'm sure it would not have. Cause I work with people who have been stuck in an illness like that for 10, 20, 30 years sometimes. And, um, let's see, what else have I manifested? Is there something specific you were thinking of? <laughs> I want to know it all. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I am a very driven person when I, when I want something, I know that I can have it and I go after it. So with me, I'm really good at aligned action. Like when I want a new degree, when I want to move somewhere, when I want this, that, or the other, I figure out what it is, how do I get it? And I take those steps. So this is a big, this is a big part of manifesting that, that a lot of people get stuck in is they think, oh, if I just do the visualization techniques, um, I'm going to manifest millions. And one of my mentors says, never in my life with all the millions that I've made, did I ever look at my bank account and go, oh my gosh, how did that million get in there? It, it happens because you know, it's going to happen because you wanted it. You took the aligned actions to create it and it was the next logical step. So you, you can do the visualization and the somatic experiencing and process all the trauma and everything like that, but you still have to create the business. You still have to have a client. You still have to sell whatever you're selling. You know, you still have to actually do it. I want to go back to the, you said big sums of money. Can you give us a couple of examples, what you manifested and what was behind it and what, what did you have to overcome to have that? Because I know that you just got a cruise, 
not too long <laughs> ago, right? So what else was there? <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the parts of my recovery was to stop being locked in my house. As you can see, like I couldn't go anywhere for a long period of time. And so I wanted to start manifesting trips and planning things and doing fun things outside of my apartment. And one of the companies that I work for all of a sudden gave me a free cruise um, at the end of last year. Actually, I think it was like one year ago. And it was just a little rinky dink cruise, but still it was free and it was really fun to go on. Um, the money that I manifested recently um, was when we were doing, we, so we created this 30 day challenge called how to flirt with money, which is really phenomenal. I, we teach about all of these different techniques that I've been talking about here. And right after I finished recording the videos for the 30 day challenge, I got a notification from another company that, that I work with. I have a lot of streams of income if you can't tell, <laughs> but, um, they just contacted me out of nowhere and let me know that they give bonuses. And I was given thousands of dollars in bonuses, completely unknown to me. <laughs> I had no idea that they even did that. So it just so happened coincidentally that it happened right after I recorded all of these videos on how to remove money blocks, how to tap into abundance, how to learn how to receive. And it was pretty cool. It was like, wow, this is literal like manifestation. <laughs> Congratulations, and we really did that in the moment. It was really amazing to see how it unfolds in front of our eyes. Yes. So if you could give advice to your younger self, can you just give here three advice, but really change your life? I would say start doing yoga earlier. <laughs> um, that would be a big one. I would also say, stay true to who you are. Don't try to copy anyone else. Don't try to stick with a group of people who you've outgrown. You're going to continue to find more and more people who are just like you. And the last thing I would say, and I think this will resonate with a lot of people is uh, that you're not alone, that even though you feel like you're an outcast, like nobody understands you, like you just don't fit in with the rules of society, that everyone else actually feels that way too. <laughs> and so you don't have to feel like so alone in your life. You're not going through life completely by yourself, that you have a lot of people that love you. That is so true. I would love to share, I would love for you to share a couple of success stories from your business where someone experienced significant healing or transformation to your offerings. Oh, sure. This is honestly something I don't do enough of. And I really need to start asking the people that I work with to write testimonials because some of the people I've worked with in a short period of time have like completely transform their lives. Um, some, sometimes I'm amazed, like this has nothing to do with me. They literally, when they started to work with me, made a decision that they were going to become a better person, feel better. And they really dedicated themselves to it. Like I might have been there to guide them, but 
when you make that decision, it's so powerful. <laughs> and so I worked with lots of amazing women and men who have received just lots of symptom relief, anything from like exercise intolerance, uh, blood sugar issues, feeling dizzy, being bedridden, um, uh, itching, rashes, all sorts of nervous system symptoms, like neurological symptoms, light sensitivity, food sensitivities, not being able to eat, uh, feeling very alone and hopeless and like nothing is ever going to help them. And in the end of even just three to six months, people, some of the people I've worked with have um, started hiking, started eating all sorts of foods they were not able to eat before, have gotten out of bed and they're no longer bedridden. Some of them have decided to become practitioners and they started school because they were feeling so much better by the end. Um, some of them went on huge travel trips like around the world when they were previously like stuck in their house, like housebound, unable to, to leave the house. Of course, just mentally people have felt hope. Like I am actually in control of how I feel. Oh, let's see. Yeah, some people have moved. Some people have left their abusive spouses. <laughs> I could keep going. I mean, some of the people I've worked with have made just incredible transformations and changed their lives for the better. So, <laughs> oh my God. And how do you feel when you see this, when you hear this, and it's happening in front of your eyes? It, there's no feeling to describe it. I mean, I just feel so happy that for them, like, that they were able to tap into themselves and realize that they had all the answers, they had all the power, and they now can go in a direction that is in alignment with who they really are instead of being stuck in this hole of feeling horrible and, and symptoms and managing just barely living to finally getting out there and living their life and feeling pleasure, like some people for the first time. Isn't that the most fulfilling <laughs> thing you can see when you see that the sparks in their eyes and they're getting it and doing it. And as you said, tapping into pleasure and joy for the first time ever. So all on the top of this, Amanda, how do you balance self-care, managing your energy and focusing on your business goals at the same time? <laughs> Yeah. So I, like I mentioned earlier, I have a lot of drive and I have a lot of energy. Like I am a workhorse. So I never struggled with extreme exhaustion. I struggled with more of like too much energy, like that heightened itching, anxious racing mind. That's more kind of what I dealt with. So for me, I actually have to make myself take breaks. So throughout the day, if I don't force myself to go outside, slow down, just be present, do a 20 minute meditation. Um, if I don't dial those in, it's not going to happen. So for me, it's actually slow down, take the breaks, do less. <laughs> and um, I sleep really well. So that's also really important. I get a good eight hours of sleep and it's always really good sleep unless I'm on vacation and I have to sleep with my partner who has sleep apnea horribly. So <laughs> I sleep alone and I've met a lot of other people who do that as well. And it really makes a difference if you struggle with sleep. 
Yes, it does. And on the top of all this, how do you flirt with life? Ooh, I love your question. You always have such spicy questions. <laughs> um, I love being outside. I live in, in Miami area, South Florida. So I'm obsessed with being in the sun and being in the water. I try to go on what I like to call a manifestation walk every day and I'll cross the bridge. I try to absorb the wealth around me. Miami is a really wealthy city. So I absorb all of the wealth and I try to connect with all of the healthy people that are like running around me and walking their dog. It also really helps with like feeling connected and not feeling so alone, feeling part of a community. Um, so that's, that's my big thing that I, I do on a regular basis. And then I love traveling like you do, but I haven't been able to do much of it. So I'm excited to start to do that more now that I'm feeling much better. Yes. And I'm sure everybody wants to know, what are you manifesting for your business and for your um, personal goals for the next three months for you? Yeah, so I have some exciting new things coming up. I have two programs that I'm going to start running. Uh, one of them is going to be focused on mast cell activation and histamine intolerance. So how to heal those things, which I just feel like is a really needed program. I'm also going to be doing another one that's purely uh, how to use somatic experiencing and somatic techniques. So if you liked what I was talking about, <laughs> stay tuned for that. And then you and I have an amazing course that's a 30-day challenge that is called How to Flirt with Money. <laughs> and it's up currently. It also includes a lot of the different techniques that I was talking about today, plus many, many more. It's 30 different techniques and educational pieces that you would do daily, but it is evergreen. So if that's too much for you, you can do it at your own pace. And we also have a Facebook group to support. And so this one's more focused on money and abundance, but you can use these techniques for health, love, relationships, whatever you want. Because it all comes down to self-worth. So if you feel worthy to receive, if you feel worthy, if you trust the universe that you are going to get what you need, then it, it works for everything, whether that's income, business, love, health. Exactly. It works for everything, every area of your life. So how can the audience connect with you? What is the quickest, easiest way to exchange messages with you and sign up for any of your courses? Yeah, I do most everything on Instagram. It's at Amanda Panacea. And then I also have my YouTube and this podcast, The Healer Revolution, which also has uh, an Instagram handle as well. And my website is thehealerrevolution.com. Beautiful. So let's close off today's interview with one of your favorite techniques. Share something with us. Hmm. Favorite technique. So just, just a nice, simple technique is kind of what I was mentioning before. So just closing your eyes and thinking about all of your different senses and putting yourself in the place you wanna be at next year. So thinking about what you wanna feel like in your body, and then maybe even like touching your skin so you can really get that 
physical sensation of what it feels like to be in a body like this. Connect with feeling your feet on the earth. Smell whatever smells around you. Maybe you're at the ocean, maybe you're in the forest, maybe you're at a family barbecue. Feel the sun on your skin or the wind in your hair. Taste the taste that's in your mouth. Maybe it's just your own saliva. That's okay. Listen to what you can actually hear in this environment. Maybe it's your new baby crying. Maybe it's your loved one. Maybe it's just the ocean. See what you can touch, what's in your area. Maybe you pick a flower or something like that, smell it. And of course, taking nice deep breaths, the exhale longer than the inhale. And feeling the emotion of how it feels to be in this, in this future self. Gratitude, peace, confidence. And you can continue to do this with your eyes open now. See if you can stay in that, that state, this emotional feeling state. And that took maybe 60 seconds. Do that as much as you can throughout the day. And that's how you bring in these emotions and events of the future. Oh my God, I love this. And I was stepping into something new today and uh, the feeling of really keeping one eye on your desires and the other one in present and to mix all of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god I love connecting so we got a close up here <laughs> awesome sure yeah so thank you everyone for listening thank you Yildiko for the interview I had a lot of fun it was nice to kind of get some of these things off my chest we should do this again for sure <laughs> Yes, we get to do, get to do this again. So you really share all of you. It's a beautiful process. Sending you so much love. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I am just so thrilled that you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This has been a huge passion project for me and super therapeutic on top of that, helping me to use my voice and connect with other like-minded individuals. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe. Please share on social media or with your audience or friends or loved ones. I truly appreciate it. It does take a lot of time and financial costs to run the podcast, and it is not a moneymaker, let me tell you. So if you are enjoying this, I would truly appreciate your support just by sending me a post, a like, and a subscribe. Thank you so much.